Welcome to the RPG Design Panelcast, presenting the very best recorded panels and seminars about game design and publishing. These panels have been made possible thanks to the kind contributions of the panel speakers at Metatopia 2023. Episode 263, Budgeting for Art, presented by Jake Para, Suzanne Lake, and Nicole Amato. Okay, so this is Budgeting for Your Art. Panel. Basically, what we do is I have an outline and I, and I have points that I try to hit, and then we field questions. Um, so, basically, like, do you have a game that you're working on? Uh, not a game, no. Or uh, possibly a uh, world book or adventure. Oh, book. yeah. No, that's that counts as a Yep, absolutely. So, uh, the first thing is uh, be polite when you contact artists. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately, that's something I still have to say. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, expect to pay your artists. Don't expect mm -hmm. the artists to work on spec. You can adjust the number of pieces or when you pay for the pieces, but you always should expect to pay. And the artist will always work with should always work with a contract. The contract is to protect both you and the artist. If you ever see a contract that only has one signature, it's not a real contract. Right. <laughs> Do you also recommend getting a lawyer? Um, if you know, have access to a lawyer, sure. Okay. I've never had to I've never use had a lawyer. A lawyer. Okay. I've used the lawyer's letterhead okay. and okay. threats of a lawyer. Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, the only reason I say that is for contracts that I've done for board games. If I have a contract with a publisher, I usually just, I hire a lawyer. There's a, a company called New Leaf Legal. He's in Boston. And she works at the Game Makers Guild Boston, so she like she can take a look at a at a at a board game contract and know instantly what's missing. Like, do you want to come in? This is a budgeting for art. Ah, sorry. That's okay. Your outfit is very cute. But yeah, so and it's always easier with a publisher because then the publisher will be like, "We'll send you the contract," and I'll be like, "Okay, I'll have my lawyer look at it," and they're like, "Oh, you know what?" Give us your lawyer's email, and then our lawyers can just talk to each other, and we never have to be involved. So it's like, yeah. but I don't know if it's the same for art. Yeah, I, I would definitely suggest that if you're working with a company that has like a big complicated a big company, big, yeah, yeah, big company, very complicated contract. Um, if you're working directly with artists, I have my own contract that I send to people because I have a nice simple one. It, it covers all the bases, but it's plain English. I, I also found out I am a better a better lawyer than Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro. I said, no, it says right here in my contract that you're going to pay me for this, and right. so you're going to pay me for right. this. Right. You're a better yeah. lawyer, yeah. or or uh, you're, 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 reading just, you just so conveniently that. forget things. No, no, you're, you're paying me for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, but I have a, I have a con you always ask the artist if they have a contract, or if you have one, you can mm -hmm. send it. My contract I actually got from a client originally and have edited over the years to get points. Is this your backpack? Yeah. Seriously, your contract can be as simple as 
you will do this work specified by this date and I will pay you at this time and I want these rights which is usually the way to get it cheap is uh, first write a publication write no competing thing for X amount of time and, pub and publicity rights this doesn't mean you can make t-shirts and sell them this is probably yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. the artwork. Yeah. In case you don't know, first first rights are basically you hire the artist to do a piece, mm -hmm. and they and you have uh, you have the rights to use it for your specific product mm -hmm. for the life of the product. Do you also add stuff in for like if they are allowed to use if they're allowed to take the art apart and use it in like the Kickstarter page, or do you charge extra for that usually? No, I, I let them use it. I, I, them I, I allow promotional. Okay, great. Okay. Promotion. Uh, I okay. do put a clause in there about uh, distortion of the art. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, yeah I specifically had to put that because okay. a lot of a lot of people who don't know how to use the art programs will totally mess up the aspect ratio yeah. and make my piece look all wonky and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm more than happy to adjust it for you. <laughs> you yeah, know, it yeah. takes two seconds. No, but, I, uh, I, one of the publishers I work with, he likes to fade out the art in the books and put lettering over okay. it. That's fine. Sometimes yeah. he gives it two or three times. He reuses it. It's fine. Yeah, mine has like, uh, basically a clause that says no distortion of the artwork w without my permission. Mm -hmm. Which means, like, I'm probably not gonna. It's not something that I'm gonna charge you for. I just want to make sure that, like, you know, like I, I've definitely seen a lot of tall, skinny versions of. Oh, I had. You don't know how to lock right to width, and I just want to make sure, like, crap, like stuff like that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. It just looks bad. Don't do that. It's like when you hire somebody to do ads for you, and they don't know how to like work with layered images, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, I include I include that like a reasonable amount of post post adjustment with my fee. I don't. I would rather spend a little bit more time to uh, to make it look right than yep. than worry about the uh, client paying me another dollar or two. One yeah. you have a source book, an old book, and one of the best ways to increase your art budget is look to second rights pieces. Okay, of the simple stuff, not of like this is my NPC. You would want that painted. This is an axe. I think I could go on the internet and find an axe. Right, right, Gee. right. Yeah. Second, yeah. second rights are basically artwork that's already been done by the artist. You don't have, you don't get something. It's already done, so you don't get to control how it looks. Mm -hmm. But since it's already done, it's a way smaller fee. Yes, because yes. they're just making another, they're getting another licensing payment. I call it not in your head money. So, but but you also have to ask the artist too, because since we put non-compete things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with our clients, if it's still under that yes. non-compete okay. part, um, like in my contracts, I have I won't sell it to your competition for X amount of time. Okay. Right. So, like. I, like you were saying uh, yesterday. If it was a source book for the world, I wouldn't sell it to another gaming source book. Right. You know, but, or maybe not gaming cards. But, but maybe if there was a fantasy novel that, that the, mm -hmm. the cover worked for, you could use it for that because they're That's not, not, you're not, not taking each other's money. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't, I don't, 
don't want to see it on another Kickstarter right away because most people are putting things out through Kickstarter or crowdfunding or something. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, I guess the, the next thing to cover would be uh, work out a budget and how many illustrations will it cover. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can ask your artist, you can tell your artist like what your budget is and they can tell you what pieces of what type they can give you mm -hmm. for that. Or, and that's exactly I, what Beck just said. Do not come up to an artist and say, uh, how much are your paintings? How much do I have to play? Tell them your budget. Honestly. And they will tell you honestly. Yeah, because we're not going to try and gouge it. No, no, no. Um, well, and I guess I'm, some people would, but you get that in anyway. Yeah, but you can take them out right away. Yeah. Um, because uh, are, do you want a bar scene with 10 people fighting? Or do you want a picture of a flower? Right. Is it not going to be right? For, for me, a painting can mean two hours. It can mean 30 hours, you know? And it depends <laughs> on what the painting is. Uh, and what size it is affects things, too, because smaller takes less time, usually. Um, if, if it's an interior or a cover, because covers you put more, more detail and more effort into because they're going to draw the face. Yes. They're going to draw you to the product. Actually, these days, the kids started doing periods that they posted all over the place. The yeah. cover is usually just a little... Yeah, but, yeah, but when, when the finished product is still going to be at the forefront. Yeah, the, the days of the cover drawing people to mass market that we have done. Yeah, but on the shelves, I think it'll still... Mm -hmm. On the game shelves, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It has to come. Yeah. Um, quantity over quality. I'm oh, sorry. Quality over quantity. Sorry, I switched them. <laughs> uh, it's it's more important to get a handful of good pieces than it is to get a ton of fifty scribbles. Fifty yeah. scribbles. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when you can uh, you can make a list of what pieces you need. And then you can say, okay, this one's more important, this one's more important, and this one's more important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then have the other one as if I if, if the budget, if budget allows, allows you find a second so it, yeah. Yeah. And then like that gets into Kickstarter too and crowdfunding. Um, that's another way to, to raise money for your project. Mm -hmm. I've done Kickstarters where I've been paid to do a piece that they show on the Kickstarter. And then if the Kickstarter funds, I'll be hired to do more pieces. Mm -hmm. That's typical, yeah. That's really typical. Uh, do you have any? No, uh, I was just going to ask how you both feel about like stressful artists. 
Like if, uh, if they're like, oh, if we make like another fifty thousand dollars, we'll hire a guest artist. Oh, I've had surprise stretch goals. Yeah, land of the cool. rising sun. Yeah, it did so well. And there'll be a land of the rising sun bestiary, inter illustrated by Lizanne Like, oh, oh will that's be. Awesome. Yes, <laughs> oh, it will be. <laughs> nice. I should finish the first book. <laughs> Do you feel like that puts a lot of like time pressure on you? No. Once? Okay, okay. No. 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 But it's a surprise. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As long as there's enough like lead time for me to get the work done. I don't care what order it comes in. Okay, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, okay cool. But it takes me as long as it takes me. So as long as I have that amount of time, uh -huh. fine, with whenever it happens. And honestly, big scary is it easy work because they're, oh, read the description, change it. Right, 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 right. You don't have to let me. Is that what he was recording for? I hope not. <laughs> okay. I realized I did forget to have us introduce ourselves, so oh. I guess we can do that right now. Uh, my name is Jack Para. I uh, run the Artist Alley here, and I um, have been doing uh, small press illustrations for board games, card games, small novels, um, just pretty much corporate stuff, you know, <laughs> you know a, li a little of everything. Yeah, uh, Tabletop RPGs and card games. Listen, Wave Guy started with Dragon Magazine back in the day. More than 200 book covers, card games, like everything but magic. 10% of the cards in Doomtown are just crap. Right now, I'm doing um, a lot of stuff with Britannia games, which is civilian sorcerers, because they're a wonderful client. And I just do like 50 paintings at a time. And I started doing uh, a journey step for Fox and Four Games. Kickstarter um, after the holidays. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm Nicole Amato. Uh, I started in the video game industry about 15 years ago, and then 10 years ago I started making board games. Uh, I've got a couple published board games, and then for the last year and change, I've been the game outreach to Kickstarter. So I work with lots of creators on Kickstarter. Go back to the. <laughs> now that I've completely disrupted my own work. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, you can get a better price from the artist if you give them the work as a plot. Some artists won't do that. I do. I say, okay, I will do these paintings, and I will give you this many paintings, and we'll have this much money. And some of them will be small paintings, and some of them will be large paintings. I don't like screw my clients by doing old pictures of flowers or something. <laughs> right, right, right. No. That, that's that's a good point too. Like I do, I do bulk discounts basically. If you hire me for one piece for of a certain type, it'll cost a price. But if you hire me for, you guarantee me a, a large number of that type of pieces, I'll give you a discount. Mm -hmm. But don't do that with a new artist you haven't worked with. Good. Okay, yeah. test them out with a couple of pieces and see if they meet their deadline and see if they actually do what you want. <clears throat> this is the difference between an illustrator like us and many artists out there is you tell them to do something and you will get something else that they felt like doing. Do you recommend that when hiring an artist, if you are not an artist mm -hmm. yourself, do you recommend like not just having like a description, but also having like maybe like a Pinterest board of like, you know, this you is what I was thinking. Okay, references. Yeah. You can send okay. references. Okay, cool. yeah. References, yeah. 
And you, you can say the person should look like Brad Pitt, but not. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Any anything like that will help us mm -hmm. move faster and mm -hmm. maybe get more yeah. pieces. Yeah. Don't say uh, I want a blue cover, but not blue. We had one last month. <laughs> 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 um. Actually, that brings up a good point. Uh, revisions. We will include a certain number of revisions, minor revisions, with the piece. But if you start changing things to the point of us reworking the whole piece, mm -hmm. we're going to charge you a new fee because it's going to be a new piece. So that's more in the, the line of not increasing your costs for, you know, mm -hmm. when instead you just, you know, come up with the questions and think about them a little bit and then send them in bulk. And we'll address them. All right, go on in. And right. I, I, I work in. How you doing? Just being rude. I apologize. Oh, no worries. No. Um, I I work in stages where I'll I'll send sketches or or preliminaries to the client before I go to the final. Mm -hmm. And there's certain stages where it's easy to make changes, and after that, it's a pain to make changes. And I try to get those approval before that that line. So in doing so, it saves everybody a lot of time and effort and saves costs because you don't have redos. If it's an important piece, sketch. Maybe even a color rough and lock the color. If it's filling interiors, it's just basically do them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even for colors, I'll uh, I'll do color sketches and send them to the client. Like I'll I'll scan in my piece mm -hmm. and make a couple small print out a couple small pieces of it and just do color. You know what's important in your thing and what's not. Yeah. And listen to the artist if they're experienced. They have more idea of what's going to sell and how it's going to look than you do. Don't go poo-poo, I really wanted, you know, this in my picture. It's like I just, one fellow had a game yesterday, and I just advised him to emphasize the dogs and the names of the dogs on Kickstarter, not the diseases they have. Right. Uh-huh. And he's, oh, no, people on Kickstarter. Is dog see, ER? Yeah, dog yeah. ER. It was a wonderful game. And I looked at it, organ failure. No! <laughs> you know, trigger, trigger. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I said, no, put Toby, loving dog. And then yeah. picture of Toby and put little tiny words under yeah yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because remember people are going to see this on kickstarter you don't want to have anything trigger on people mm -hmm. we lost that test or something sure. yeah yeah had a sick test so but it's yeah it's a good game okay. oh yeah they had dog er and save the animals that played it through with him we had we had a fun we had fun once we got oh, <laughs> there's another one called design bdx that's about like being doctors in a hospital mm -hmm. also incredibly upsetting mm -hmm. it's like it's like as long as you can match up the icons it doesn't matter if you know 
you're treating a sad appendix with calamine lotion. Like, just get them out the door. And we were, I was like, this is really depressing. This is too real. You know what I mean? Like, so it's a realistic depiction. Yes, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like any recommendation we made, he was like, listen, that's socialized medicine. That's not what we're doing here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we were like, oh shit, you're right. This oh, game works with function. I'm upset. I've been upset this whole game. Yeah. <laughs> then you, it worked. It worked. It yeah. worked. But you don't want to play a game where you're upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. falls into the, it might be a good game, but it would depress me, so I don't play yeah. it. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about the grizzle. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the grizzle. So, Get other eyes looking at your game. Get other eyes looking at your art. If you gentlemen out there, this has to be said, you may be some degree of colorblind. Get women and other people to look at your art and check that the colors are what you want. Yeah, get, get them find, look to see that you know someone who understands and can tell color uh-huh. to, to look at your art. Everybody sees color differently. They're not, you know, um, not, this is not something to be like um, pitied or anything. It's just different. Yeah. You mean like literal color blindness? Literal, literal color blindness. Well, yeah. <laughs> also, if you have really good night vision, your color vision suffers. Mm-hmm. I disagree. No, I have tel- <laughs> excellent color vision. Oh, I don't like a camera and have excellent night vision. Uh, it, it will not be as high grade as your, night, as your black and white vision. So you have really good night vision. I don't know. I don't know. About that. I don't know about that. Because I have really good night vision, and I got a perfect score on the Monsell test. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's humble. Hashtag humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, seriously, one of the people I worked for, I got uh, affliction. Okay. I he wanted. I want color pictures of all these people, and I talked to him in black and white, looking like. It was the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, yeah. And they now carry it in the Salem Witch Trial Museum. Oh, that's awesome. But he was some degree of colorblind. And I go, what's this happy green on your picture? (laughs) And I asked him, are you colorblind? I have to ask this. And I said, go get your wife to look at this. (laughs) And uh, the green changed to it. A sort of somber read. I think it's wild that there are some people that just don't even realize they're colorblind until they're mm-hmm. adults. I think that's yeah. So it blows my mind. And and Photoshop has at least two settings. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. in its profiles for, for two types two of the types of colorblindness. That it, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anyone who's had those who's used it. So I don't know like how well it works. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's under workspace or something like that. I yeah, say this because I know a number of artists who are colorblind. <laughs> yeah. They either uh, have a different color palette, which is a muralist. So right. They have a different right. color palette. Mark Rogers, the samurai cat, was severely colorblind. Wow. And he had his white label. Oh, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then she got mad at him. Ladies. So find find someone who's a good for a good color spotter that you trust. And don't them off. <laughs> yeah, don't piss them off. <laughs> oh that looks good. It's bright blue. <laughs> um another area we could we could cover is uh don't expect your artist to do spec work. Oh no. Uh, strike work is basically not do work for free and and then maybe pay them in uh-huh. some situation or it's like uh, 
You're not for saying exposure. it's good for exposure, yeah. You'll get I've exposed. Had, I've had a lot of people tell me that. And mm -hmm. and most of the people who offer that have no option of giving me exposure. So they're basically saying, I'll pay you, but not pay you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's just sort of like uh, I'll give you a, a, a cut of the you know x percentage of the profits. With that, you got to be careful with how how well known they are. Right. If you think it's going to succeed or not, but when the cut of the profits is a percentage of after they finish paying off their costs. And yeah. so if they're and a percentage of money they might not have yet because mm -hmm. they're yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if it's a percentage of their profits and there's no likelihood that they'll make money on it, you're getting nothing. Mm -hmm. Um but basically like they have to pay their overhead too before it's considered profits. So I say either a percentage of the gross sales, yeah, um, which, which will be much smaller. Yeah, it'll be a smaller percentage, but a guaranteed mm -hmm. amount. Or you know, you can work something out with them ahead of time. But most artists are going to want uh, upfront pay. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes we'll do a mix. I was just going to say, is there a happy medium where like yeah, you okay, get paid some? I'll give you like. X amount of money for this number of things so we can get through the Kickstarter and then once we have the Kickstarter money then you'll get a, a blanket amount and maybe a percentage. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's better than offer one or the other. You always want to offer your artists something to start because we're doing a lot of work and the potential of doing all that work and not making anything yeah. off of it. No, no pay bills. No, right. no pay bills. <laughs> exposure will not pay your money. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Or buy your supplies. No, I have plenty of exposure. I don't need any more exposure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah, like, we're usually willing to talk about options, but it has to be something viable, basically. If it's a huge company and they offer part percentage, part exposure, I mean, you're more likely to get the exposure, but if they're a huge company, do they really need to not be paying you? Right. You know? <laughs> yes, they, they are not paying some of that. Sometimes they still do. It doesn't matter how much money they have. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't stay rich by giving people your money. Right. <laughs> um, do you have any uh, Kickstarter-related stuff that you... No, I mean, I always encourage, you know, whenever creators come to me and they're like, well, I don't, you know, I don't have an artist, how do I afford an artist? I'm like, I mean, you gotta, you know, I mean, and, 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 and as we had mentioned before the panel started, you know, a lot of people, there's been a lot of debate back and forth on whether people should use AI art for stuff, and like, I don't think that, I think that, you know, there are people who are like, oh, I'm just going to use AI art for my Kickstarter page so that I can get the money, so that I can hire a real artist, so that AI art is just going to be like placeholder. And it's like, you could just get references and have those on your Kickstarter and be like, this is what I intend yeah. for the art. Like, this yeah. is the artist that I want to hire. This is their portfolio. This is what I want it to look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the downside of that is. Sorry, I thought that was a People will judge you. <laughs> people judge you by your Kickstarter page. Yeah, if so, you have crap on it, they're not going to buy the crap. On top of that, if you have AI art on your, 
on your Kickstarter page. As an artist, that tells me you're going to use my art in AI, and I'm not going to work for you. I'm not, I'm not you know? So then you can't hire artists either. AI art cannot be copyrighted. That's that is also they they ruled that you can't copyright AI art yep. or AI generated images. I hate calling it art. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh, it's art. Well, it's just that hey, in fairness, <laughs> if 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 your three year old niece draws with crayons, it's art. I'm gonna call it art, and that's exactly what AI is doing. It oh, is no, not no. good art. It may not be no. good art. There, it's there's art. One, there's one thing with with AI that's missing: an artist. Art is created by an artist. By well, definition. Honestly, a, I found the best. <laughs> I got a fight with you on that though, because as a software developer, software is art. It's not the art you do. I can make a thing do something it has no business being able to do by manipulating it. Seriously, I've gone with software people and illustration, and we do the same stages. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you're debugging your painting right now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I, it's I, the same stages. Yes, software is very much like. I make a painting. One of my favorite commentaries on AI art is, uh, or AI images and AI software is, um, these people showed Hayao Miyazaki some like, and like AI, like, like, oh, we're going to use this to show like zombies in movies. And Miyazaki was like, this is an insult to life itself. <laughs> like, like, like his, his breakdown of how he felt about it was like, you know, he was like, I know someone who's disabled, and every every waking moment they're in pain, and when they move, they're in pain. And what made this doesn't feel pain and doesn't understand what pain is in the human body. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was an incredible Japanese. It was, it was so. Japanese. It was so. It was the most Miyazaki thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to find that link and. It's amazing. It. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, don't do that. Yeah. I I had. Uh, I'm on at least either one of my Facebook groups is like concept art or one of the, one of those, and someone posted using AI images. They're looking for an artist and they don't intend to use AI art in their project, but they're using these as reference. And they're like, no. you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot there. I'm interested in the concept of using AI art as a from a tool. So if I hire an artist. Uh -huh. To produce ten pieces Correct. of ten characters, let's say, and then having AI only reference that pool to do action no. scenes, moving scenes. No. What is the difference in that? I mean, you would definitely mm -hmm. want to pay the artist more. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. But that's that comes down to: is there a new license type on our horizon that's I'm, you know, and you wouldn't look at it as, um, I guess it'd be derivative rights, probably. I mean, yeah. I I mean simply put, the, uh, the AI art, you could do a character, mm -hmm. and then somebody could AI it into porn. Right. And I would not want that associated with my name. Right. Well, that's the more. No, he's he's uh, talking more. I think you're talking more scene. about but yeah, a, like a, a, like control, a, shot. a controlled I, page. I Ten portraits. And I, I want to use artificial intelligence to put them in a group shot uh, with a map. You can use Photoshop. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can Photoshop with a map. Your art, your artist will more likely, more than likely, do it for a much right. smaller yes, fee yes. because but it's that's not. That's one of those things where you know major companies aren't gonna. They don't even want to pay actors to act in movies. They would prefer, you know, yeah. you're just gonna scan your likeness. And there's a reason. 
and that is the very reason why there's a WBA inside. There's an old science fiction story called The Dark Stellar about um, all the actors were robots programmed to act like specific actors, and the actor wanted to act and went on stage with the robots and was being clobbered by them because he couldn't keep his marks. They didn't know what he was doing. They basically, with that, if it, I mean, the ethical end of it might be a little better if it was completely controlled and everything paid, mm -hmm. but those programs are still trained on art that was trained how to work by stealing art. Not well, currently, yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing is, if you tried to put an action scene together with AI, you would most likely have uh, a human caterpillar type situation. Oh, yeah, where they're yeah. all like six arms. <laughs> they can't do hands, so you get hands that look like this. And eyes. <laughs> AI seems to have difficulty understanding that both of your eyes usually look in the same direction at the same time. <laughs> it's not true no. for everyone, obviously. And, and that your clothing is not your skin. <laughs> yes. Um, I will say one thing, and that is, uh, you know, the the community is very divisive right now about this topic and if you do intend to put it on kickstarter kickstarter now requires that you say if you're using ai or not that's I, I i am i am i am an old school human being so i would prefer to have part part sure for sure yeah 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 <laughs> um but it's just one of those it came up yesterday in the uh how contract law can be fun panel uh, and I guess tonight there's a ethical use of AI. And Who's doing that one? You said Claudia. Yeah, she she's okay. uh, another one of our artists. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. And she will she will be on it. And I think Brennan is running. Brennan Taylor. Great, 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 great. Okay, he's awesome. Okay, great. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking about the idea of a an art tool that an artificial intelligence draws from because that's. I can see companies moving in that direction. Adobe's trying to do that. Yeah. Adobe's trying to be better about it because their AI only works from their creative cloud. Right, right. But then they do shifty things like automatically opting you in and you have to go and opt yourself out of yeah. it. Come on, a major corporation doing shifty things? Oh, But the science shows people will not opt <laughs> into something. Yeah. People will opt in. How do we feel about terraforming Mars? I know. <laughs> So, so Terraforming Mars <laughs> used, um, I think they used stock art for the first game, mm -hmm. and made, oh. you know, shitload of money, game looks like shit, but made a lot of money, people love that game, right. and then the latest Kickstarter, they put all that, they put the art, the art into AI, they used like, their own artist, uh -huh. and put it all into AI, and that Kickstarter still made 1.2 million dollars. My friend loves that game. She buys oh, every you know single the, the, the key to it is take all their art and print it out and make it yourself because it's not copyright or correct. Use it in um, your Kickstarter for your Yeah, there was yeah. They, they there was actually uh, from what I read the the case where they decided this, they uh, someone they tried to uh, find out if AI was copyrightable and they referenced an old case that PETA had done where they where a monkey had it was given a camera. And took right. a photo, and they tried to give the copyright to the monkey. Yep. And it was ruled that only humans can hold a copyright. Wild. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what the rule. That's is. sad because elephants can. That's sad. Give that monkey money. Yeah, give that monkey money. I mean, you can I'm see. basically a monkey with a credit card, so <laughs> <laughs> you should see my board game. I mean, you can you can oh. support you can like donate to that 
that you know elephant or monkey's like well-being mm -hmm. but, <laughs> but listen they can't i have like i just said i have a credit card do not threaten me <laughs> we'll give that monkey money poor monkey <laughs> doesn't that get any bananas <laughs> um Another thing uh, we could go over is uh, okay. I got one. Thing. Oh, you got a good one. Yes. When you're doing important things like covers, get sketches. Go back and forth. Do a lot of because that's going to be seen. Even if, even if it doesn't seem, you might promote it on your Kickstarter larger. Important art, same way. Fill in art. Don't sweat it. Unless it's like severely wrong. Right. It's it's fine. <laughs> The uh, basically the, the lower your pay rate, the lower your demands on the artist. Yes. Don't micromanage. So, um, basically, all you sometimes give discounts if you give me a long time frame to do it because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that allows me to juggle with other clients a lot easier. Oh, big client came in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I have a couple of those going right now. I have a, that have nebulous deadlines, and then I had a big client that had a tight deadline, and yeah. that allowed me to juggle things around and, and timing. Uh, Keep probably, open communication. You'll probably get a better rate if you don't want it for Gen Con, like everyone else in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> because I've, I've definitely had a pass on jobs because they were strict about I want it for Gen Con, I want it for Gen Con, I want it for Gen Con. I'm like, so do all my other clients. Hey, you like deadlines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And You're I, like, you want it for Gen Con? Give it to me in September. Yeah. You mean Gen Con next year? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, every everybody in the game community has the same same conventions they want it ready for. So if you work with us on the deadline, we'll we'll, we'll work with you on the price. And Chipotle and Sorcery is so they have different conventions. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's actually kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, and don't rush your product out to get it for a specific con. Right? Mm -hmm. Because if you really want me to rush on the it'll art, look like crap. I yeah, it'll it'll look worse, but it'll also cost more. Mm -hmm. You can have it fast, right, or cheap. Yep. Good, fast, so, cheap. Good, good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the Vanguard. Remember, I'm a software developer. Uh, so yeah. use the same, yep. same yeah. algorithm. Yeah, <laughs> good, good, fast, and cheap. Pick any two, and I never ever sacrifice good mm -hmm. because that. That makes it so people see bad art for me. They don't hire me. Can you do a painting this in twelve hours? You do a better painting in twelve hours than the other people do in three days. So it's like you know, it's cartes. So it's like, yeah, I can get that. Yeah, Which I mean, it's it, simple thing. And if it's something, if it's something an artist does a lot, the more likely yeah. to be able to do it fast. But if it's something we're new at, a big cover, no. Yeah, the, and. Even even in tears, if it's like a difficult subject, we'll be able to learn how to draw that subject, but not quickly. Mm -hmm. um, I've definitely done all kinds of things. Like my portfolio is mostly people, and everybody asks me to do like maps and perspective drawings oh. of vehicles, and it's just like this is what I mostly do. And then people ask me for the things I do like ten percent all the well, time. Well, because they like your people, <laughs> and they're like, I love your people. Do this sort of thing. Ask the artist because if they're like, um, oh, I want an entire book of World War II planes. I said, you want my friend Fritz. 
We brought planes all day. I don't draw planes at all. <laughs> and you're likely to get a better rate right, from someone yeah. who does it all the time mm -hmm. because it takes them less time to do mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, a lot of with pricing with artists is how much time does it take? Yes. It's pretty much oh, what yeah. all it's about. We usually quote, we quote, quote flat rates versus hourly rates. Or how exacting does it yeah. have to be? There's yeah. like, you know, if you're drawing a specific character and have to deal with somebody, especially with colors and things, you yeah. know, it's like. Yeah, like I'm good with likeness, not everybody is good with likeness. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you find the, the right person to do it and that'll help you. Mm -hmm. And don't always, you don't always need all one artist for, for a project. You need artists who look similar. Yeah, who gel together, but don't get the manga artists and the realists together. And, and then do you? Do, sorry, no, no, no. Do you also feel like it's also important to get a graphic designer separately, like have like illustrators and yeah. a graphic designer? Okay, but I, I feel like a lot of people I just don't made a friend who's a graphic designer and sent her to job. The okay, job great. I'm doing, okay, and I said, "Do you want to? May want to hire this person?" And she got I mean, hired. There, yeah. there, there is cultural. sometimes a crossover, but not always. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that there's. I think that. Lay people don't understand the distinction mm -hmm. often. Yeah. yeah. A graphic yeah. designer works on a computer like yourself and basically takes the art and sets it in, puts the type in, and makes everything clean. Uh, I am Luddite, I work with a brush. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like a, a lot of artists work digitally too, but the main thing is um, graphic designers are more layout and organization. Uh, and that's a big thing, mm -hmm. and, and effects and making them look, the design look good. Mm -hmm. The illustrators do the pictures that the graphic designers put in. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the main distinction. Like I said, there is sometimes crossover. Like I can do some graphic designing stuff, but I prefer not to. Sure. Uh, well, I, th I think the reason, the reason don't I ask me to do anything like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll paint in the letter if I can. <laughs> the reason I ask is, uh, so my late husband was my design partner and was our, mm -hmm. he was an illustrator and a graphic designer. Ooh. And so, very rare, I know. And so when he would do, people would hire him to like do their rule books mm -hmm. or do their Kickstarters and he'd be like, okay, I need you to go to your artist and get me the layered file so I can pull out right. yeah. like, just the character from mm -hmm. the background and like sometimes the illustrators would be like oh no my contract says you can't have my layered files uh -huh. so it's like you have to keep in mind that like you're going to have multiple people doing multiple things and have them like you you want it to not be a combative situation so you want to be like hey illustrator like how much money do i need to pay you to also get your layered files so that when i hire a graphic designer separately they can then pull those files apart so yeah it's, it's that's funny. also something i i'm working I give JPEGs, right, 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 because they're paintings. Right, they're. I can turn it into a painting. Right, but right. Yeah, PNG, but I, it's one layer. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. Oh, I mean that's the other thing. Yeah. Sometimes with, with digital painters too, we do what's called merging down as we go. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like so, we won't have a huge layered file. We'll we'll like at we will at points, but then we'll merge down and then work over and merge down. I can't tell you how many times he's been like shit. I didn't save the layered file, and now I, I like, because he did that, and he forgot to save that separately, yeah. so that he had both. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, that's like once again, like, a lot of saving money is not making us do work twice. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> um, if you know you're gonna want it separated, tell us early. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I just did a piece where they wanted the background separate. Easy enough, because I oh, usually work yeah. them separate. I've done that too. Like, um, I mean, honestly, if you're thinking about. Uh, rule book and box art, like you should always tell the illustrator, like, hey, just in case 
can you also save the layered files? Because I might need to pull things. Because like box art, you know, box art is sometimes, you know, the front of the box is like a unique piece, but the back of the art might have something from a card or the or the inside of the rule book might have something from a card or something from a oh, like yeah. character. Yeah. So and another way to save money. I did a project, did a poster, had it sized also for box art. Smart. Had it had he could pull twelve cards for the game. Listen, you're you are galaxy brain. You are so <laughs> that's amazing. No, yeah, I, yeah, but you can. And, and that's that's an, that's another thing. Like, make sure you have your your final size before you hire the artist to do the piece. You can tell an artist, I need it to look good in this size, and if I need it to look good in this size also. Yeah, like something like mm -hmm. art on a poker card and art on a tarot card are going to be mm -hmm, mm -hmm. completely different size art. Yeah, and we work larger than the final piece, but only so much larger. So if you want it to be really large, we have to work really large because you can you can shrink sizes, but you can't increase them. Yep, you yeah. go above the original. You can't create information because it was a poster. It had to be really large art. But if you put the entire poster on a card, it would look like crap yeah. because it's over four hundred. Unless, of course, you're working better. So, two hundred, two hundred fifty percent is a good estimation. Uh, but also, the another important reason for this knowing your final size is I've had ones where, like, I've been hired to do something, and then the aspect ratio changed. So now I'm working from a, a wide rectangle into a tall square. Right. And that requires a lot of work to fix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, we, we tend to not put too many important things towards the edges. We call it the, the live area. Where the, bleed. Have, yeah. the bleed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we, we make sure everything's in, in, in a good visual center. But there's only so much you can do with that. Yeah. You know, and you don't want, like, to have big empty borders all around just in case someone decides to change something. You know, you have a little bit of a border, but you don't want to have like huge empty spaces in your painting because you don't know if there's a border. Oh, yes, you, you, you do if you do book covers. <laughs> oh, the huge empty space on top, that's why book covers look like they do. Because well, no, that, that's allowing for text and yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, it really is. Which, which is a corner thing to know, too, is like, if you know your text, you can be on top of the bottom. If you know your text. <laughs> Send the artist a text. Don't put anything in the live area in this space. My yeah, just even if you don't know what the text is going to be, just block it off. Yeah, yeah. 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 Make a big square. I've done that where where uh, someone told me where the text was going to be, and when I sent the sketches, I dropped the text in on the sketch mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so they know how it's going to. Oh, that's smart too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that takes me like two seconds. And you might the artist can have the text leading if you have the shape of the text. Make sure the composition leads into the text in your, that you have, the graphic letters. Mm -hmm. I hope you all know composition. Okay, we don't have time to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Couple Metatopias, I did a whole panel on it. <laughs> and still ran out of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that, that you said, you know, my late husband ran into Issues. He someone hired him to do art and graphic design, and he was like, "This is what I think the layout of your card should be. This is what I think this should be." This and the, and the guy was just like, "Nope, like I don't I don't care about that." And he was like, "Why did you hire me?" Mm -hmm. 
And like he ended up like finishing out that art and just like never talking to the client. <laughs> not 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 working for him. I mean, he was a friend of ours, but he didn't work for me because he was like, Oh, you're the kind of person who just like wants to hire an artist on Fiverr, slap everything together, you don't care what it looks like, because oh. you have an audience and you're gonna sell it. You know what I mean? And he, he was like he was bummed out because like he went to school for art. So he was he's able to he was able to like intelligently explain to you why like what draws the eye. I mean, I because he explains to me all the time. I was like, I don't understand why you think that this is important. He'd be like, Well, because you're gonna look at this, this, and this. You're not gonna look at this. I can focus on this part because it's what's gonna draw your eye. That's what you're gonna pay attention to. And I was just like, you know what? You're the you're yeah. the pro. So I'm gonna listen to you. Things you don't realize how much stuff in composition creates points and arrows that draw your eye all around the piece. Yeah, and you um, don't want. Uh, you want to make sure the lettering and the focal point of the art don't compete. The, the lettering can be first. But the point of highest contrast is where to get seen first. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's magic. Magic. It's magic for 30 some odd years of practice of magic. <laughs> um, but yeah, communication is key. Like there, there's making sure you have enough, allowing for enough money, and making sure you don't waste money. Um, so communicate with your artist because every contractor will have a, a cancellation or kill fee in it. And that is basically, if it's not working out for either team, this is the fee you pay to stop. Mm -hmm. For me, it depends, mine depends on what, what, How much art what, what percentage of the project I'm done with. Um, if I'm halfway, the fee is half, half cost. If you're almost finished, it's like, forget it, you're paying me. If, I, if I'm almost finished and you still don't want to use the piece, you're paying me, yeah. but I won't give you the rights. <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, don't be afraid to say you don't like something too. Yeah, if they come up with it. Like, uh, it's going to be a hard thing. Don't like <laughs> romantic. Yeah, you know? tell us early. Don't as my one friend asked me, is it okay to email for for updates every day? Oh my gosh. Oh, it is not. Oh, it is that not. is ridiculous. I mean, sure, it's okay to email, but I'm not going to reply. Yeah. I, I said, do, do, do you want me to reply to your emails or do you want me to do your work? Depending <laughs> you have on the length of the project, a week every two weeks, communicate, stay in communication with your artist. But not every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's absurd. Every day. <laughs> I don't talk to anybody every day. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, you want to make sure they haven't gone to Bali for a vacation or something. <laughs> oh, I've had that happen. Get no, oh, have this. I need it by this time, this time, and this time, and I send it, and I don't get any response because they're on vacation. Yeah, I'm like, I hate that. I know we're coming to the end here, so no, I'm not going to address this. But um, so one of the things that I have when I'm like working with different, I, I was an artist myself, so I kind of have been on both sides, but now I'm hiring artists, and it's. And I know like some some people work really well with deadlines mm -hmm. and like, you know, very clear, like, you know, I'd like to have, you know, this done by this point and this done by this point. Yeah. But sometimes those can get like unrealistic depending upon what the ask is. And where I always kind of get caught up is like, you know, different people work at different paces. They have different, you know, things that inspire them, the amount of like, you know, actual production hours versus like kind of thinking and research hours. So um, I guess that's where I always struggle, like having somebody create like a cover art or just some insert art 
what would be like realistic for maybe just a line drawing compared to like a full it art? It depends on the person. Yeah, it depends on the, on the artist. Subject. The artist, the amount of detail in it. I am on the slower side, but I put a meticulous amount of detail, probably too much mm -hmm. sometimes, into the pieces. So I take longer, but I, I give a longer lead time. Yeah. But, but if, if, if something's going to change that's going to take it longer, make it take longer, communicate that with, yeah. with, with between each other. You know, if you, if you, uh, if I send you a question that's that, like determining what I do with the next piece, and mm -hmm. like some clients have done, take four days to answer it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You're going to have four more days for me to do it. Right, right, right. Because I'm stopped. I, yeah. had a, I had a client just recently where it was a tight deadline, and the guy just didn't answer it. It was a simple question. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know you work nine to five Monday to Friday, but I don't. Right. So right. you lost me a whole weekend of time to work sure. because you wouldn't answer it at 4 p.m. on a Friday. Right. Yeah. 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 Hey, um, I know we're like almost out of time, but I had a question about like rates. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if this is a question for like public, but if you, I was curious if you could share like what the average rate is you would charge for like game art. Um, as we said at the beginning, it depends on the subject matter. Yeah, it depends on the subject, how complicated it is. The ten-person bar fight is going to be more than the class. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I'll do sometimes is, if you give me a little bit of description, I can give a range. And that range, and I'll narrow down that range when I have a more precise answer as to what is needed. But people, people who are working as artists are going to be honest about what they can do in the time allotted and how much. They're not, they're not going to gouge you because word gets around. Yeah. You can say. I mean, I'm actually more likely to undercharge. Yeah. <laughs> I think most artists undercharge. Yeah. yeah. And the, the yeah. other thing is, unless it's a drastically different, a drastically different thing, when I quote a price, it doesn't matter if it takes me a lot longer. I'm, I'm, that's the price I'm. Yeah, that's the price. That, that was yeah. it. Unless the, if the client makes a change that drastically changes it, well, then it's either a new fee or a, or I'll tell them it'll be an upcharge. Like that same client, but it was supposed to just be, uh, it was an isometric drawing of a train, and it was just oh, supposed was to nice. be, it was yeah. supposed to just be the train, and then four days before the end, and the background. I know. And I'm like, you're going to get a simple background. You're not going to get any complicated because of the deadline. I'm like, I have no trouble adding that. But you have a time frame, and there's yeah. only so fast that can work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they had a quite a bit of a fee increase on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, avoid doing things like say, I said, I know I said I wanted a blue black ground, but can you do it with yellow? I don't have an undo button. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is all called scope creep, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you with, with digital, there's sometimes they one of the I think the biggest advantages of digital. Being able to make changes when, that when not, not not when if not not if when a client asks for the change right 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 um, it's easier if you're expecting that you can set it up so it's easier to make changes but even changing a blue to a yellow that could screw up that could screw up a lot okay that could screw up a lot they're kicking up that um, hey yeah. can I hear your part so we're kind of, okay, oh, yeah. I'd love to look up your work certainly so thank you everybody yeah yeah thank you all for coming. Um, Myself and Vivian uh, have uh, tables and artists out. Would you like to talk to us at all? There will be one more.